The Trev and Ben Show. Broadcasting to the London Borough of Croydon. This is Croydon Radio. Primal Scream and Rocks. And now, Trevor Smith and Ben Harmer. They don't deserve mouths. The Trev and Ben Show. All right, good morning to you. Welcome to Gordon Radio and welcome to the Trev and Ben Show. Thanks very much. The Gaz, we don't ever have anyone before us. No. I can't believe there's people getting up earlier than us no. on a Sunday. That's amazing. Is it because the clocks have changed? I guess so, maybe. And he decides, you know, it's not getting up any earlier for me. Yeah. So I'm going to do it early. I'm impressed because it means that if there was anything wrong this week in the studio, he would have sorted it. Or it was his fault. Or it was his fault. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, I love my extra hour in bed this morning. Can I just say that? Yeah, it's good, wasn't it? Uh, Can we do that every week? Uh, Can we change the clocks every week so we just get an extra hour? It's okay with me. Yeah, well, well, let's make that law. I don't know how we have to get that through. We do it for the farmers, don't we? Do we do it for the farmers? Something about daytime for the farmers. I've never really understood why we do it, to be honest. Something to do with milking the cows, I think. Is it? Milking the cows? Is that what it's all about? Milking the the chickens, milking the cows. I should have a farm. (laughs) I'm going to start my own farm. If they're going to change the clock so I get an extra hour in bed every day just because I'm a farmer, then I want that lifestyle. Although we're now in the six months of the year where my clock in my car is wrong. Well, change it. I don't know how. I did mine on the way in this morning. Oh, look at you. Well, I, d- I can't stand it. Not I can't paying attention s- to the road. <laughs> well, it's Sunday morning. It's very foggy out there. It didn't matter. <laughs> uh, talking of which, can I just say, why aren't people having their headlights on this morning when it's that foggy? I'm like, I could barely see anything this morning. There were people with no headlights on. Stupid people. Well... I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) What do you mean you don't know what to tell me? You had a 10-minute drive here. I had to do a 45-minute drive here on motorways to get here. Yeah, well, that's your fault for moving out into the sticks, isn't it? I bet they don't have headlights out there, do they? They still have burning pitchforks, that sort of thing. (laughs) All the usual stuff to come in the next hour. I've got to think the link in about 25 minutes. Uh, Quite a tricky one today, I think. Uh, Anything goes. My turn to pick today's tune. I've got an absolute stonker for you. Mm. It's one of my favourite songs of all time. Uh, New music at 10. Today it's Four Solutions their song Head in the Sand uh, the compendium I always ask you are we doing it? and I always answer yes <laughs> excellent uh, the pub quiz today uh, today's category big and small ok big and small uh, we do that at about uh, quarter to eleven oh turns out most Brits are very naughty oh. and it's officially the worst weekend of the year it's all to come in the next two hours right here on Croydon Radio Arctic Monkeys, one for the road on Croydon Radio. Uh, talking of which, Ben, you know, um, since we moved to uh, to our new premises here at Airport House, mm-hmm. uh, it means that on a Sunday we don't get to go to the Weatherspoons pub in Croydon. It's a terrible, terrible tragedy. And and have a drink there. And uh, we, you know, we were going there every Sunday for God knows how many years, weren't we? Yeah. And we, you know, we made we felt we made some friends in there. We'd Some very influential. Regulars. We did become regulars, and uh, when I changed my drink of choice, that caused a bit of consternation behind the bar, didn't it? <laughs> yes, it did. Because you know, normally they knew exactly what we wanted, and then one week I went in, oh, I threw them, <laughs> threw them. Shows how good they are. Yeah, yeah I threw them for a week or two, and then after that. They were bang on again, weren't they? Let's well, be honest. Either how good they are or how terribly, tragically predictable <laughs> we are. Well, I noticed this week right, in the Croydon Advertiser, uh, the staff of the pub we used to go in have been asked about uh, what it's like to work in a Weatherspoons pub. 
Okay. And uh, I just thought I'd um, I'd read you... Hell, I imagine, <laughs> is the answer. <laughs> um, I just thought I'd read you what one of the uh, what the managers said. Okay. Okay. Uh, all the staff know all our regulars. You mm. see? They knew us, didn't they? So they have conversations with them. They did. They were always talking to us. Didn't they? They did, yeah. There's always strange things happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. We have to watch out for a few people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we, uh, we saw a lot of the people they have to watch out for <laughs> in that pub. Uh, it says, uh, around Croydon, we have a few down and outs, and we do not let them into the pub. Well, I would argue with that. <laughs> Having spent many an hour in that Wetherspoons, I'm not classing myself as a down and out. I think I'm just yeah. down. There's quite a lot of big holes in their net, there, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're slipping through. Yeah. Um, there is trouble happening in Croydon, but we are always full of happy drinkers. Again, mm. <laughs> I wouldn't call them all happy. No. <laughs> um, we get a good crowd in all the time and it's definitely fun when it's busy we get the old crazy guy yeah who likes to sing dance or shout a few things he's not doing his best to sell it is he no no just we have a guy who is a massive crystal palace supporter every now and again he'll just shout eagles which uh, which scares everyone now i think that's that's the least of their worries yeah they Someone want to shout eagles the racists <laughs> the anti-semitics the, everybody yeah so i just wondered uh, whether how much you were missing it and whether that makes you feel like you, you want to go back i do miss it a little bit but i think the main reason i miss it is because it's open at 11 <laughs> yeah yeah well, yeah that's a big part of it isn't it let's be honest the nearest one to us we have got to wait we've got to go and have a coffee <laughs> no we've started having coffee haven't very we? european i know but it's quite nice having a coffee isn't it because mm. i mean that place is full of as many weirdos as a weather spoons that's true going the costa's uh, drive through <laughs> i mean <laughs> who goes to a drive through for a coffee Do you know, the first time we went in there i saw one of the members of staff behind with one of those big sort of uh headsets on yeah I didn't realise it was a drive-through in there, or that was part of the drive-through. Oh, he loves himself with that thing on, like mm. he's the manager. But I think you know it's all part of it. But do they really need that? I hate people to wear those headsets. They always look so self-important. I can't imagine anybody who would leave the house to go to a drive-through coffee. Really? You might get a coffee if you were going to McDonald's and you just happened to be getting a drink with it, but would you specifically go out to a drive-thru for a coffee? Well, if you're passing, I mean, if you're on a journey, I'm, I wonder how many people leave the house to go and get a drive-thru coffee. Surely that's not a thing. Oh, maybe that's where I'm going wrong. Because no one does that, do they? That's why Just I pop imagine. it out, love. Where you go? Drive-thru. Drive-thru Costas. thing is, I would pop out for a drive-thru McDonald's. Yeah, well, that's a bit different, isn't it? So you think this is just for people who are on a long journey? Uh, well, I've, that would be my assumption, yeah. Because mm. I certainly wouldn't bother going out. For uh, To be honest, I wouldn't bother leaving my house to go and get a coffee anyway. I don't like the idea, though, of people commuting with a, with a hot coffee. You don't, <laughs> it's not your problem, is it? Well, it kind of is my problem. If I'm on the road and someone spills hot, co- you know, hot coffee all over their crotch, then they're going to be swerving all over the road like a madman. Coming from a van driver, I don't <laughs> think road safety is, <laughs> is something you can lecture the, the mass population on. I had another incident this week. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. yeah, what happened this week? Somebody wanted to scream past me in the car and I, I did my best to block it Yeah, <laughs> for quite a long period of time, which was a foolish decision. Was because it? when he eventually got past me, he then parked the car in front of me in the <laughs> middle of the road, got out, came up to the door and was waving all sorts of really hand gestures at me. And what, because you wouldn't let him go, go by? Yeah. Well, I mean, was it a two-lane... Were you blocking two lanes, or would, uh, I mean, well, what? I mean, how were you blocking him? I wasn't blocking two lanes initially. Initially, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he wound me up so much, I did block two lanes just to stop him getting past me, and drove very slowly just to really wind him up. But yeah, it worked. Yeah, but it's the people with the coffee are the problem. <laughs>
Buzzcock, you ever fall in love with someone you shouldn't have done, really? Mm. You. You fall in love with me, have you? At, at first sight. Really? Mm. Well, it's, it, I, I tend to have that, uh, you know, that effect on most people. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like a little puppy, really, aren't I? <laughs> you know, people see me and they, just, they want to come and tickle me under the chin. They want to stroke me on the belly. Roll me over. I'm glad you said chin. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a strange thing. It's a strange thing. Uh, I once fell in love with someone I shouldn't have fallen in love with. Yeah? Yeah, she was married. Yeah. And she had no interest in me whatsoever. So, you know, overall, Really? You've not told me this story. Oh, well, it, no, it, it was just one of those things where, you know, when you're from afar, you sort of fall in love with someone. Oh. And, you know, you think, oh, if only she wasn't married, I reckon we could have made something there. And, you know, I then had to, to go through the months of turmoil where I saw her with her new husband and hated him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> taking what I could have had. This is a <laughs> terrible story of woe. Yeah. Well, you know. Did I've you ever tell her? No, of course I didn't. I now just stalk her on Facebook. <laughs> no, I don't really. I don't know where she is now. I decided to sever all ties in the end. Oh, wow, this is tragic. This <laughs> is a tragic story. Yeah. The story of unrequited love. We could make a documentary. Yeah, what? About go- the, the true sadness of, of Trevor Smith. The, the, the tears behind the smiles. Let's call it behind the mic. Behind the mic. Yeah. The tears behind the mic. I'm not sure many people would care or, or, no. or watch this documentary. I'd, I'd watch <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and what, what are we doing in this documentary? Is it just me with a video camera crying? Yeah. <laughs> crying myself to sleep another night. <laughs> She's still not with me. That's all. Oh, we're going to go and track her down so and what destroy her life. Yeah, I think, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to her? Once she moved away with her husband, had children, that was that. You know? Oh, no. We were, that was, yeah. It's never too late. Well, a ring don't mean a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, she's got baggage now and she's got kids. Uh, <laughs> no, honestly, she's, she was a lovely lady and I'm sure she's very happy. Uh, Just left me a miserable emotional wreck, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so I'm over it. It's not a problem. Okay. <laughs> now, we were talking about uh, driving. Yes, we were. Right, it was a weird thing. I was in the car with you in the week. We were on our way somewhere, and a van just rammed into the back of your car. Yes. I mean, how did that happen? I didn't even feel it, to be honest. I mean, that shows how uh, used to being on the road and, and how terrible van drivers are, because you must know that feeling of <laughs> knocking into a car. It's like, well, it's you, like when you're fishing and you know, oh, there's a fish on yeah, you. know that feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, it's a van driver. He's definitely <laughs> at the car. You weren't, I, I thought you were going to go mental. No. You, you were quite restrained. No, no, that's fine. He didn't. Well, you, you're slightly exaggerating when you say rammed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, right. he nudged the back of my car, and you know we all make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, mind you, when he when he flew past us. And yeah. his van was full of so many dents. It's not a surprise, is it? I mean, let's face it, this man couldn't drive a van for toffee. No, no. I was glad he was, he was getting past me, actually, because I didn't need to be nudged again. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, you're having to spend a bit more time on the road now you've moved. A week into your new house. How is it? How is it all going? Are you settled? Unpacked all the boxes, have you? No, I'm just doing it slowly. I've still got boxes unpacked. I, I moved 12 years ago. So oh, good. You've got plenty of time. <laughs> no, the, the driving's a bit of a pain, Yeah, to be honest. Having to drive... 40 minutes to work, then drive nine hours at work, then drive 40 minutes home. Well, if you will move out to the godforsaken back and beyond. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I've I've had a slightly strange occurrence in the house. I was hoping you might... Well, I was hoping you might be able to explain something to me. Okay, go on. Because I opened up a cupboard door in the kitchen. Yeah. And I was greeted with my own delightful face staring back at me. Oh, well, that must have cheered you up. Yeah, you know, never a bad thing. <laughs> so, I, there was a mirror on the inside of one of the cupboard doors, and we thought, oh, that's... Well, in, hang on, in the kitchen? In the kitchen. I opened up a cupboard door to get a plate, Yeah, and, and there was my face looking back at me. Why is there a mirror in the... In the... 
kitchen that's in a what cupboard. I thought. And we just thought, okay, that's that's fine. Maybe the previous owner was particularly vain. <laughs> absolutely vain, you know, like the look of himself. So, yeah. you know, one of those things, close the cupboard door. Then uh, reach down to another cupboard to get some pots and pans out yeah. to do some cooking. More mirrors. At sort of foot level. At sort of knee height, foot level. Wow, this is proper vanity, isn't it? Checking your ankle and everything. Three inch mirror, then a, then a sort of one inch gap, and then another sort of four to five inch mirror. The place is riddled with mirrors on the inside of cupboard doors. This sounds weird to me. Now, I was hoping you would you would say, "Oh, that's very common, actually, Ben." It's so that people can see round the corners <laughs> of the cupboards. I don't know. It probably is something like that, but I've never heard of this before. So I was really hoping you might have an answer. So I guess we're going to have to throw it out as to any suggestions <laughs> as to why there might be mirrors on the inside of my cupboard doors. That's extraordinary. Are you, are you using the mirrors to any extent? No. I mean, can you see deep into the cupboard using the mirror? Like, if you're stretching in for the, I don't know, the, the daddy source right at the back of the cupboard, are you using the mirror to locate it? First of all, we have HP source in my house. We do not have daddy's muck in my house. Well, as you know, I'm not a source connoisseur. I don't know what sort of sources there are out there. I thought it was all the same. No. What's the difference between HP and daddy's? It's I have brown. no idea. I wouldn't entertain daddy's it's sauce. It's brown. It, it smells horrible. It looks like something you'd find up north. I'm not touching it. <laughs> Oh, and HP doesn't. <laughs> what, is, is HP some sort of classier brown gunk you put on food for <laughs> no apparent I, I reason? I keep HP as a sort of novelty in the fridge. <laughs> I use ketchup, mainly. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right. Because I'm a, I'm a southern softy. And what, I bet that's, what's that, Heinz, is it? Oh, we, oh yeah. we found that out last yeah, week. Yeah, last week we went to Aldi's. That's right. Brian Bramwell's muck. It's Heinz or nothing. It's all the same, isn't it? It's not the same. Of course it's not the same. It's going to... Oh, of course it's the same. It's just... That's just red muck. I, you... you even you, a man who doesn't have sauce, must yeah. be able to taste the difference between bog-standard ketchup and Heinz tomato ketchup. Uh, well, because I, I, I don't use it, I wouldn't know. <laughs> you would. I mean, actually, I did buy some sauce recently. I mean, this, this was a weird thing. This shows how bad I am, uh, or how ignorant I am when it comes to sauces and mm. the care of such products. <laughs> because I was, uh, I was doing some pulled pork, right? Uh-huh. And uh, my mates were coming round, and they said, well, you, you, you need some ketchup for that. I was like, really? Well, barbecue sauce, really. Well, in this, don't mess with the recipe. <laughs> okay. You know, in this recipe, it says ketchup, right? So, okay. And I hate it. I felt dirty buying it, to be honest. Mm. I don't want it in my house. So hang on a minute. Just to interrupt your story, yeah. you won't even have sauce for people that come around to your house and enjoy sauce? God, no. No, if you come around my house, you, you eat plain. It's as simple as that. So if I come around to your house for sausage and chips, yeah. you won't have any ketchup in the cupboard for no, me? No, I'm afraid not. You're a, you're a bad host. <laughs> well, that's why no one comes around my house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'd, I never consider anyone else. Uh, you know, I think if I knew you were coming, I mean, on the off chance that you were to come around and I'd say, oh, do you fancy some sausage and chips? Which would be a, w- a weird thing for me to suggest. No, it a, wouldn't. Random, People would have it? fish and chips. And, uh, you know, if you're going to the fish and chip shop, I'll have a bat of sausage and chips, thank you. All right. Sausage and chips. Yeah, but if I'm going around the chip shop, then I'd get you some ketchup, wouldn't I? They'd get a little sachet or something. Don't give me those sachets. Give me a proper bottle to squeeze. <laughs> oh, you just like the squeezing bit. Yeah. You like uh, the little noise it yeah. makes and all that. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> right, so anyway, I bought this ketchup and used it in the pulled pork. And, uh, you know, I quite enjoyed the pulled pork. And, and, and I was thinking, oh, I don't know, I shouldn't like anything that's got this amount of ketchup on mm. um, but you know i ate it it was nice and then i just kept the the ketchup in the cupboard and then months went by and uh, a friend came now this is a similar thing imagine this is you right friend comes around and we're having a barbecue and he says oh have you got any ketchup mm-hmm. now my immediate response is no 
It's just standard response. Of course not. But then I thought, actually, I have. Uh, he said, have you been keeping it in the fridge? I said, no, no, it's in the cupboard. He said, I said, I said Do, surely you don't have to keep I never remember. My mum always had ketchup at home. I don't ever remember it being in the fridge. Mine is, mine is in the fridge, actually, at the moment. I tried to throw it out. Yeah, it does say, I think. Well, keep, and I think it only lasts about eight weeks after it's been opened as well. Does it? I, I think why, so. Well, what is wrong with this stuff? Who's having that much? I'm eight weeks? I get through it like anything. This is unbelievable. Well, I'm not having it in my house anymore. If it's going to go off, I've got to keep it in the fridge. Hmm. It's ridiculous. I'm not looking after it that much. I think you know I mean? most <laughs> things go off. <laughs> this, is, this is something that just you buy, stick in the back of the cupboard. If you come round, you can have the manky ketchup from the back uh. of the cupboard. You'll be a happy man. <laughs> Toffees fooled again. We featured them and we love new music a few weeks back and coming up at 10 today. Uh, Full solution and head in the sand. Now, you were talking about food. Yeah. Food that you'd have in the cupboards. I'm yeah. surprised you were as adventurous with pulled pork, to be honest. Well, yeah, you know, I, I'm pushing the boat a little bit here and there these days. Well, <laughs> my internet still still hasn't been connected, so I'm, I'm climbing the walls, but my <laughs> telly has been connected. Oh, excellent. So I've been back on tele. Normally, I don't watch telly at all. Not at all. Now I've been completely converted to YouTube. What now. is the point of having a television? Well, I have an Xbox and I have a YouTube. So, oh, honestly. Uh, that's all I need in life. <laughs> you young people. But. You and your techno gadgets. <laughs> I have been flicking through the channels trying to find something to watch. And uh, I'm a bit of a foodie. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, we self-declared know. foodie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I came across uh, Ainsley Harriet's 50 Foods to Eat Before You Die. Wow, okay. I came to it late, so I got the top 10. Okay, they, these must be incredible foods. These must be things like, I don't know, some sort of uh, fish from the bottom of the ocean that's only uh, edible one day of the year. You'd have like thought, that. you know, things you'd have to travel far and wide yeah, to, yeah. to track down so you could try these amazing delicacies. Before, I, like a ta- kangaroo's testicle marinated in some sort of juice <laughs> what i don't know lovely i'm not the foodie you just kept going with that sentence i did yeah i was just trying to think what it could be marinated in so no idea there's nothing you can marinate that in that's going to make it any nicer <laughs> do you want me to run run you by the top 10 go on yeah yeah right okay now i'm willing to bet you've had all of these okay all right <laughs> because they're not the far-flung you know corners of the galaxy that you have to go to find these things but what you got to remember is i'm not particularly adventurous in my food anyway i'm so still let's willing to bet you've had all of these all right <laughs> okay so, which is quite nice really considering you have to eat them before you die according to ainsley <laughs> by the way does that mean i'm ready to die if i've eaten away afraid so isn't ainsley harriet intensely annoying <laughs> yes <laughs> why are you worried? does he still do Susie pepper and percy Oh, uh, no, Susie Salt, Percy Pepper, or whatever He was it is. dancing and grinning, and oh, God. <laughs> Just cook, man. Question, uh, question, not a question at all. Number 10, yeah. uh, prawns. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not a fan, but yeah, I've eaten prawns. You've eaten prawns? Yeah, not, Good. not a massive fan of those. Take that off the list. Go. Number nine was uh, curry. <laughs> just curry in not general even, not even a more specific curry no just, just curry. curry yeah I've had that number eight this this might be a stumbling block for you crab um, I think I have had crab again not particularly a fan okay number seven remember this is before you die yeah uh, find time to eat pizza <laughs> 
Again, yeah. nothing specific, yeah. just pizza. I have had one of those. Yeah. I did try it once. Number six, what about this? Ice cream. Whoa. <laughs> oh, now, now they're going exotic. Yeah. Well, Again, no specifics there, just, just generally ice cream. Just generally ice cream. It's so hard to get hold of, isn't it? You it can't is. move. Number five, we're going abroad for this one. Oh, yeah. Chinese food. Just Chinese food. Yeah, fair yeah. enough, yeah. Uh, any, any you haven't had so far? Uh, no, no, I've, I'm ticking all of these. Number four. Thai food. Oh, oh well, yes, uh, I have had that. Yep. Number three, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> English food, <laughs> steak. Oh, steak. Yeah. 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 Um, again, any particular cut of meat is talking no, about? No, just steak. Just steak. Uh, right. Uh, number enough. two on the list. Now, now, come on. Top two are going to be pretty, pretty out there. Yeah. Wow. Uh, lobster. Lobster. Now, do you know I've never had lobster? No, I've had lobster. Yeah. I've had, I've only had it once in my life, but I have had lobster. Wow! No, I've never. That's one thing I've never had. Okay, so you're thinking number one. Number one must be. be I mean, it, it's got to be. I mean, we've we've gone up the table here. We've kind of reached posh food with lobster, so now we must be talking like gravelax tartar. You ready for this? Like that. Go on. Can, can we do have a drum roll up our sleeve at all? Um, I can probably do that. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fish. Again. Who commissioned this programme to be made? <laughs> yeah, it's not really the sort of programme I'm going to bother with, no. to be honest. These are like 50 things you might eat every single day. <laughs> Think the link. Was this on some uh, very low-budget cable channel? I think it was the Good Food Channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't quite have the Great British Bake Off budget. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right, I think the link, Ben. Three songs to identify. Somewhere there's a link between them. Could be the artist, the title, you know, the score by now. Pretty tricky one today, I think. Going to have to really think this one through, Ben. I'm giving you a warning now. Okay. Get that brain in gear and stop thinking about those exotic foods (laughs) you've never eaten. Uh, We're looking for a link between these three songs. But that train keeps rolling. You more. There you go, three songs. It's intriguing. It is. Any ideas? Well, no, I don't. But as I always say, uh, if you don't know what the link is, that's fine. Even if you know any one of those elements, let me know on the chat box or on Twitter at Trevor and Ben, and together we can piece it all together and work out what the link is. Absolutely. Get in touch right now. It's at Trevor and Ben on Twitter. That's the way to get in touch with us about absolutely anything, by the way. We're still trying to work out why Ben's kitchen cupboards at all levels have mirrors in them. <laughs> That'll be handy to know an answer to that. Uh, but right now, we're looking for the link between these three songs. Go! But that train keeps rolling. I you more. Good luck. Peter Buck Rogers on Croydon Radio. It's the Trev and Ben Show. And uh, can I just say that this is the worst weekend of the year, officially. Well, we've got an extra hour of sleep. Yeah, I know. But it's, it, yeah, there are things going on that mean it's, it's worse. What? Than any other weekend. Well, it's the Halloween weekend, isn't it? Is it? I, well, it's Halloween, isn't it? Tomorrow? Yeah, I know it is. And I hate that. You know I hate Halloween. Every year I tell you how much I hate Halloween. Yeah, it is odd that you know it's the one night of the year you can... You know, legally put on a mask, go yeah. to a stranger's house, yeah. demand goods. Yeah, uh, you know, at threat, risk of a threat, some unspecified foulness will happen to them yeah. if they don't comply. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm not opening the door. You'd be you'd... aggravated burglary any other night of the week, wouldn't it? it of course, it would. Yeah. yeah so um, I, I hate the whole thing. I'm not. I'm don't get involved in it whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> so if anyone wants to knock on my door in the next couple of days, I did have one last night. Didn't open the door. Not opening the door. Not getting involved. Hang on a minute. 
Last night? Yeah, well, because it's the weekend and it's like, this is the thing now. It's not even one night. It's like, oh, this is the Halloween weekend. Even, even in the week I was out in London one night, there were people dressed in Halloween outfits for some Halloween party. It's not Halloween yet. I Take was... that stupid <laughs> thing off your face, you gormless. I'd almost said a rude word then. Almost. I, I was in, you wouldn't like this then. I was in Sainsbury's yeah. last night uh, looking for Shaken Vac. I <laughs> <laughs> had to ask her which for some help you had to ask the witch for some help yeah all the staff were dressed up ridiculous yeah i couldn't find the shaken vac because i didn't know what it was but has it put the freshness back uh well the the dogs are particularly smelly at the moment but yeah it's it's helping (laughs) but yeah no all the staff were and i wasn't sure of when i approached her if she was a member of staff or just some crazy woman who'd come out dressed as a witch and i just sort of yeah no she had a name badge on so just Stop it. Mm. There's no need for it. I, uh, I bought some, uh, you know those um, uh, Mr. Kipling's French fondants or whatever they call? You know those, f- those cakes, little cakes with right. a little bit of cream in the top? Yes. You know those? And these were a Halloween box. It was the only ones they had. All orange. Who's made, why are they making this specifically for one night of the year? Mm. Because it's all money-grabbing nonsense now, isn't it? That's what Halloween is. Yeah. Also, just to, not to nitpick or anything, but while I was in Sainsbury's... Um, I had to ask the witch because Jack Sparrow <laughs> had sent me in the wrong direction. Oh. Now, why is Jack Sparrow anything to do with Halloween? Yeah, I don't know. He's a pirate. Yeah, I don't know. People seem to wear odd things for Halloween now. It's not just all scary stuff, is it? It's mm. just anything goes. So you're not getting in this spirit at all? No, I never have and never will. I hate it. No. I, I, I mean, I don't see what anyone gets out of it. I don't have an issue, right? If, if, uh, if a neighbour was to come to me and say, um, oh, look, uh, my little Johnny wants to do trick-or-treating. Is it all right if he comes and knocks later on? Not a problem with that. But if it's a random knocking, not having that. Well, there's a big flaw in this plan. <laughs> how do you know what time little Johnny's going to come and knock in? Well, I'd give, him a, I'd give him a secret knock and tell him what time to come. <laughs> no, I mean, he'd say, yes, it's not a problem if little Johnny wants to come and knock on my door. He's got to be half six on the dot and I want him to knock like this. And then I know it's him, right? Mm, you're you, slightly you, sucking the fun out of this. You give me the treat to give him. I'm not spending money on little Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting involved in that. <laughs> wow. Because I've got... I mean, I'll tell you what he can have. He can have the off uh, bottle of ketchup. Yeah. The cupboard. <laughs> Here you are, mate. Take this. Uh, yeah, no, not interested. But then again, like, I was talking about the cakes. That I've noticed uh, Morrison's released some... The hottest Halloween pizza. Again, what has heat got to do with Halloween? Just because just it's Halloween doesn't mean you have to stick more chilies and jalapenos on things i guarantee you that pizza's not hot i'm looking at a picture of that <laughs> there is nothing on that except six small slices of jalapeno that is not going to be no, a hot pizza let me tell you it uses uh, sliced and crushed naga chilies in abundance with the seeds right <laughs> so that means it must be hot it is believed to be the hottest supermarket pizza ever made in the uk mm. You don't believe that, do you? I promise you it's not. I, I bet you wouldn't even break a sweat without pizza. <laughs> well, I think I might. <laughs> I don't do hot food very well. Or um, sauce. Or sauce, yeah. That pizza's not really for me, is it? taste sensation at your house, wasn't it? <laughs> Look, things can be simple but tasty. I, I've never seen a problem with that. Yeah. I think the problem is, is that i tell you what the problem is. It's because uh, people like you, Ben, you know, unsophisticated palates... <laughs> I uh, have no idea how to enjoy the simplest of foods. You go, oh, stick a bit of mustard on that. Stick a bit of sauce on that. Ruin the taste of it. <laughs> I mean, it's like when people have roast beef, right? Yeah. Roast beef is lovely. You don't need to sully that with mustard or horseradish sauce or anything. It's, it's lovely as it is. What about gravy? Gravy, little, little bit of gravy. Hmm. <laughs> 
but that's using the juice from the meat. It's not adding any other flavour, is it? It's, it's I mean, there. You're it's making right. yourself, I don't even need to argue with you. You're making yourself look stupid. If you don't think roast beef and mustard is in a, is a, a winning combination. <laughs> well, the mustard is never a winning combination. It's and then the devil's next, the next day, you can have um, roast beef rolls with a yeah. little bit of red onion and horseradish. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, sounds vile. Sounds vile. Just give me the... I just, to be honest, I'll eat, I'll eat cold beef on its own. I'll just rip it off the joint. You know what I mean, no, with no, nice and dry, lovely, <laughs> dry, cold, <laughs> with just some fat still on it. On the <laughs> um, so I noticed you, you were doing pumpkins. Yes, um, I, I well, I, I didn't want to. The missus. When you didn't want to, well, I I considered it to be a bit of a waste of money going out and buying a pumpkin to carve it. Mm. But then uh, the missus wanted to, and I sort of fobbed her off. I said, oh, "No, we'll see." <laughs> uh, and then a friend at work sent me a picture. That he'd done a really good job of his pumpkin, and he sent me a picture of it, and I showed it to the missus. Big mistake. I was at Sainsbury's ten minutes later, looking for <laughs> pumpkins and shaking pack. <laughs> and you sent me a picture of your carving. Yes. What do you think? It's very artistic. Thank hey, you. I was very impressed. Did you do art at school? No. Um, what what we did was the wife. Uh, she got a picture up on the laptop, and we we sort of traced and stenciled oh. it. And what do you mean? No. It's still... Oh, I thought this was some you know innate skill that you had. No, no, no. no you've no, cheated. Was... Well, no, I wasn't cheating. Cheated. There was stenciling. Involved. Is this what happened when you were at school? Oh, sir, I did this all by myself. Yeah. Mm. What have you done with the innards of the pumpkin? I hope that hasn't gone to waste. I it's hope there's been. A, oh, what a waste! There are children starving. And what? Um, <laughs> Speaking of children, we've only met the neighbours once. Yeah. Very fleeting visit. They have a small boy who must be two or three. Yeah. And I'm. Sl- I was. I felt slightly responsible putting a big scary pumpkin outside the house with a flame inside it. Yeah. I thought if he sees that, he might, you know, be very very scared. Yeah. But I've done it anyway. <laughs> He's not easy. Won't be scared, will he? I don't know. It depends because they're so saturated with Halloween stuff these days. Like a pumpkin's not going to scare a, a kid. Well, I did two ask, or three, I reckon. Yeah, no, you'll be fine. Okay. I did, I did ask you whether you were going to uh, carve your pumpkin in the shape of a Donald Trumpkin. Yeah, the Trumpkin. That was a great idea. Because um, uh, I, I, I have seen uh, online quite a few of these Donald Trump uh, carvings. Uh, yeah. None of them particularly flattering if you're Donald Trump. <laughs> I have bought a second pumpkin. Well, I think that's your that's your challenge. Well, I don't know. It was either going to be for a novelty face or soup. I haven't decided yet. You can do both. You can do the soup with the innards. The innards seems to be odd in a pumpkin. I'm not quite sure what bit, what bit you're supposed to cut or save. I don't know. I must admit, we as a family, we've never been very pumpkin savvy. No. Uh, my gran, right, she used to, um, she planted a pumpkin seed once, and uh, for years in her garden, she would get one enormous pumpkin every year. Yeah? But we, none of us really ever knew what to do with this thing, so it would just sit there, we'd admire it for its size until it just rotted. <laughs> you know what I mean? We didn't really know what to do with this pumpkin. It was like, yes, it's, it's a lovely pumpkin, it's very big, but um, none of us actually like pumpkin for a start, so what are we going to do with it? You don't like pumpkin? Uh, d- a little to- bit of pumpkin soup. Do you know oh. what? Do you know what? I think pumpkin is a food I've got to try before I die. I don't think I've ever tried a pumpkin. Well, it wasn't on the list. I checked. It wasn't on the list. What? Not even in the top fifty? No, I but- don't think so. I'll, I'll, I'll check the full list, but I don't think it was there. That's outrageous. Anything goes. Anything goes. 
Uh, so it's that bit of the show where uh, we take it in turns to uh, pick a song that we can play uh, where anything goes. It doesn't have to be in our normal genre of song, and uh, neither of us can say anything about the other's choice. No. Which um, last week I found very difficult indeed. <laughs> uh, this week it is my choice, and I've got to say, Ben, this is one of my favourite songs of all time. Uh-uh. Um, I'll tell you two things about this song before I play it, and I'm going to tell you why it embarrassed me once afterwards. Okay. Um, this song means a lot to me, Ben, because when I was about 10, my dad bought our first ever CD player. Imagine the excitement yeah. when that bit of technology came in the house. And of course, there was only, I think, two CDs that he bought for the first few weeks we had the CD player. Being obsessed by the CD player, I would put in Elvis Costello's Spike on every single occasion possible. And I got to love that album and know it all pretty much off by heart. But there was one song in it that I loved because, I don't know, the lyrics just said something to me. They spoke to me, Ben. Okay. <laughs> and if this is just an album track, I don't think it was ever a single. It is brilliant. This is Elvis Costello and God's Comic. And I'll tell you why it embarrassed me afterwards. How good is that? Elvis Costello, God's comic. One hell of a pause in there, though. Uh, yes, that throws you a little bit. But when I was a kid, and uh, I, I, I would sing along to this, I know all the words, and I would uh, try and get that spot on, because it's too long. It's too long, but I always got it. I wonder how many DJs over the years have been <laughs> caught out by that, what, what felt like forever, that I silence. don't think it's ever been played ever on the radio <laughs> before, <laughs> but I love it. Uh, and it did embarrass me once, because uh, I once went on a very kind of weird, new-agey weekend called uh, Healing Yourself Through the Inner Voice. Right? And, Why um, did you do that? Well, our friend was going on it. He suggested it. I said, yeah, well, I'm not. Let's give it a go. And um, I didn't realise that on the second day, we were all going to have to sing something on our own. Oh, no. Um, so they said in the morning, said, oh, um, think now about what you can sing to us later when you do your solos. So like, what solos? <laughs> Tell me about this. And I sang uh, the first verse of that. And then he made me sing it again. So I had to oh sing it twice. God, I'm so <laughs> embarrassed on your behalf. And the thing is, it was all very new ages. So I was sitting there on a pillow in, oh. in a Buddhist centre, singing, singing that with these other people in a circle watching me. Oh my God, I can't mm. think of it. That sounds like a bad dream. It was like an anxiety dream. It was quite um, excruciating. Uh, I think for everyone involved. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, that's why anything goes for this week. Uh, your turn next week, Ben. So looking for you to come up with something as good as that. Okay, I'll do my best. Uh, if you want to suggest anything for anything goes, you can do it. It's at Trevor and Ben on Twitter or send us a message via croydonradio.com. And um, yeah, anything goes. Now, last week, Ben, yes. I, uh, I was off to, uh, to something very exciting. Yes, that's right. You were off to your Star Wars uh, stay what's the best way to call it what, what, yes what it was, was it? it was a star wars themed hotel room yeah and i was taking my little godson yes you weren't going on your own were you uh, no no i took my little godson and um oh it was it was awesome yeah yeah i mean i got got us very lost looking for the hotel to start with i was on the wrong road ah <laughs> the address was number 11 regency something that's what i knew so i found regency street and uh, there wasn't a number 11 it finished at 10 Oh. So I'm walking up and down this road, beginning to get my poor little godson. I'm walking in miles, trying to find his place. And um, 
Yeah, then I had to stop and look it up. So that was a bit embarrassing. Were you starting to think the whole thing was an elaborate practical joke? There was a part of me thinking, is this whole thing a con? <laughs> someone just taken, you know, money from my account and mm. this place doesn't exist. But anyway, I found it. Good. And uh, the room was awesome, right? You, you walk in the room, the first thing you see is a Darth Vader outfit that you can wear with a proper lightsaber. Wow. I mean, that's exciting, isn't it? For a child, I imagine it would be. Yes. <laughs> well, I was, I was excited. It, it wasn't the um, the actual kind of um, cloak thing that excited me. It was the Darth Vader helmet. I've never seen such a, a great Darth Vader helmet. It wasn't just a mask. It was a proper two piece Darth Vader helmet. Oh wow! It doesn't get much better than that, does it? <laughs> Let's be honest. Right? Um, the only thing was, my godson was so excited, he couldn't sleep. Of course because hmm. uh, there's memorabilia on the walls. Uh, I mean, there's just so much to stimulate the mind. You had told me when you were going that you, you were under instructions that yeah. absolute bedtime was 9pm, the yeah. latest. Yeah, 9, 9 o'clock, you know, that's the time where you have to say, now look, time to sleep. Yeah. You know, time to, you know, we're turning everything off now, time to sleep. And I did that, you know, I, I made the grown-up decision at nine o'clock that that was it everything was being turned off yeah and it was uh, lights out time to sleep and it was bunk beds so he was on the top bunk and I, i'm on the bottom bunk and i'm knackered i'm exhausted i've mm. walked miles around brighton trying to find a flaming place <laughs> <laughs> so i'm exhausted so i'm just about falling asleep and i could f- hear him sort of moving around and then uh, he was trying sort of all the um the childlike things you know i need a wee you know i'm hungry i'm thirsty all those things mm-hmm. And then he says, uh, I, I, I can't get comfortable. This is about sort of 10 o'clock, quarter past 10. Okay, um, that's mm, <laughs> 75 minutes overdue then. Yeah, for yeah. Okay. So, uh, so I said to him, well, look, why, why don't you come and sleep down on the bottom bunk? You know, if you can't get comfortable up there, you come and sleep on the bottom bunk. Because it was quite a wide bunk. There's enough room for both of us, mm-hmm. right? So he's only little, isn't he? Right. So, um, but then he jumped down onto the bottom bunk and kneed me rather, you know, Hard, hard, in a hard manner, in a very, di- you know, I gotcha. right. delicate. Gotcha. <laughs> so I said to him, right, I'll, I'll lay on the floor crying <laughs> while you get to sleep. And then my intention was that once he was asleep, I would go onto the top bunk, mm-hmm. right? And then I could get a good night's sleep. But um, he fell asleep in such a way that his head was sort of up against the ladder to get on to the top bunk. I see. And you, you didn't move him? I was thinking, I didn't wake him up. He's finally gone to sleep. Yeah. You know, quarter to 11, he's finally asleep. I can't wake him up. And then secondly, there was like a little spotlight uh, attached to the top bunk. And uh, he didn't want that turned off. But he was asleep. Yeah, but then I was thinking, what if he gets up in the night for a wee? You know, he needs light, doesn't he? You know, so I, and I can't sleep with... So I basically slept on the floor oh. all night. But I tell you what, I was excited on your behalf. On my behalf. Because, do you remember a few weeks ago, you were telling me your new thought of a new invention of having a whole bedroom floor that was essentially a, a mattress. Oh, a mattress floor, yeah. The mattress floor. <laughs> well, this room sort of had that. Wow. Sort of. The flooring was a sort of spongy, foamy material, like little spongy tiles. So it wasn't the most uncomfortable floor I've ever stepped on. It sounds like a padded cell you went to. Well, it sort of was, a little bit like that, yeah. Um, uh, And the worst thing was, because then, uh, you know, I'm trying to to be aware that he's asleep. I don't want to wake him up. I'm on the floor, so I'm trying not to move. I woke up at about 2 o'clock in the morning in the most awkward position I think I hurt my neck because that was sort of rammed up against the radiator somehow. Right. <laughs> so 
<laughs> and yeah, so but, but I mean, apart from that, we had, we had a great time. Was it on air or was it in the pub? You were telling me about the very peculiar way which you normally sleep. I don't know. I do sleep in a very peculiar way. Now that we're doing it on air, do you mind me exposing your very strange sleeping habits? <laughs> no, no, I, I do tend to ram my head up against a, a very sort of firm surface. And it's, yeah, it's, I didn't know this until um, I went on a, a lad's holiday and we were sharing rooms. And I'm a terrible snorer as well, by the way. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, in the morning, uh, one of my mates that I was sharing the room with said, uh, oh, Trev, you know, I didn't get any sleep because A, you snore. Yeah. And B, I couldn't get over the way you were sleeping. And I said, now, what do you mean the way I was sleeping? The way you described it to me was if, as if you're lying flat on the bed, yeah. but your head is at a 90 degree angle with your ear like <laughs> flush against the headboard sort of, basically sort of yes pretty much yeah like you've like you've had your neck snapped in your sleep <laughs> yeah but i kind of quite i find that comfy com- comforting <laughs> sort of this that to know that my head is against something really firm yeah I, I i like that i like to feel secure i suppose that's very odd it must be really uncomfortable well you know and that's why finding a pillow is such a difficulty i mean i, I went shopping for a new pillow recently i mean the firmness of the pillows aren't what they used to be then I was but the pillow must be an irrelevance to you. Well, no, because you still want, you know, the pillow will, will also rise up with your head. I mean, there's still a pillow involved, right. but that is against the headboard. You know, that's not flat on the bed. That's up against the head. It's a very odd way of sleeping. I it admit is. it. I, I'm, I don't, you know, I'm not lying. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not uh, denying that it's, it's an odd way of sleeping, but I'm, I'm very happy with that. I'm very content with well, the way good. I sleep. <laughs> it's not an issue, is it? No, for the, no, each to their own. I mean, do, do you think that, you know, the, the woman that I've, fell in love with mm. do you think it would have been an issue for her I, I, she probably would have found it very sweet and endearing the way I stepped maybe <laughs> I doubt it Trev and Ben we love new music I guess we'll never know until the documentary's <laughs> made uh, so every 10 o'clock uh, every week at 10 o'clock we make uh, well <laughs> that's not a good start is it do you want to try again yeah every week at 10 o'clock there we have to introduce you to a new band of artists this week it's Force Solution they were formed late last year by Jim, Michael, Jack and Eamon four friends from the Belfast scene and with tunes ready to go they wasted no time in hitting the recording studio and releasing their fantastic debut EP Head in the Sand here's the title track on We Love New Music We Love New Music We are False Solution. This is the title track from our EP, Head in the Sand, and you're listening to it on We Love New Music on the Trev and Ben Show.
Sounds at Four Solution, Head in the Sand on We Love New Music on Croydon Radio. You can find out more about them at fourcesolution.bandcamp.com uh, where you can hear all of the uh, fantastic EB called Head in the Sand. Or you can follow them on Twitter at Force Solution one We'll be playing more from them on the show over the next few weeks. If you want to get your new music on the show, get in touch with us. It's at Trevor Bell on Twitter or send us a message via croydonradio.com and don't forget on croydonradio.com you can upload uh, all your new music. Uh, so to come on the show, we've got the compendium in about uh, 10 minutes time. Uh, also the pub quiz uh, at about 10.45. Today's category, uh, big and small. <laughs> big and small. Why the funny voice? I don't know. Just okay. felt like it. Uh, and it uh, turns out us Brits are all very naughty. Hmm? Um, <laughs> and we are, of course, playing Thin Link. We are looking for the link between these three songs. Go! But that train keeps rolling. you more. So how are you getting on with that? I feel like I should do better at that, but uh, you said it was hard this week. It is quite a tricky one, yeah. Hmm. All right, well, look, you've still got about uh, 50 minutes. Uh, if you can help Ben out, it's uh, at Trevor Ben on Twitter, or send us a message via croydonradio.com. Can I hear it again? You want to hear it one more time? Just once more. All right. Go! But that train keeps rolling. you more. Really annoying. I can't, I can't remember who that last artist is. Mm. Any clues? Um, no, not really. Um, the only thing I'll tell you is um, it's quite hard. <laughs> That's not really a clue. Mm. It's not really any help whatsoever. Okay, I'm forming an idea, but it's quite abstract, so I'm thinking it's probably wrong. Okay, well, abstract might be good on this one. Okay. Abstract might be good on this one. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. Uh, now, Ben, I want your opinion on whether I was right to get very annoyed in the week. Um, I, was, uh, I was on a train quite late at night, and um, the train just stopped right by my station, but not in it. Okay. And it sat there for about 10 minutes. It's about midnight. No announcement, nothing. What's right. 10 minutes? Well, it's a long time, isn't it, at that time of night, especially when you need a wee. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> had you been drinking? I had had a few beers, and um, yeah, my bladder was beginning to uh, knock at the door, shall we say. Well, speaking of knocking on the door, did you consider knocking on the door of the toilet in the train? Um, I don't think there was a toilet on this train. Of course, there are always toilets on trains. <laughs> I don't think every train has a toilet. Rubbish. Um, <laughs> Rubbish. Well, I didn't go looking for it. Anyway, that's, it's beside the point. I wasn't that desperate. I just knew that, you know, I had to get to Thornhill Station quite quickly. Yeah. Okay, that's all you need to know. And people were beginning to get annoyed. Oh, um, now, you say you, um, you say you need to have a <laughs> toilet because you've been drinking. So it was... Uh, Number one, we're, we're oh, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. just yeah. just to be clear, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> don't look at me like I've dragged the show down into what, the yeah, metaphorical toilet <laughs> what are you that you doing? needed so badly. Yeah, let's not bring number twos into the show. <laughs> come on, this is a classy outfit. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> carry on. So anyway, right, I, I'm sitting there and I'm beginning to get really annoyed. I'm starting to talk out loud. Oh no! Like, what is going on? With and there's a woman sitting next to me, and um, she started sort of saying to me oh yes it's annoying isn't it and i was fuming by now oh congratulations you've become the train nutter. i have right yeah. so i said and i said what, what annoys me even more is i don't tell you and just as i said that the bloke made an announcement <laughs> which it always makes you feel stupid yep. because I, I my 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 reason that i'm giving for my annoyance is they're not telling us what's going on hmm. and just as i'm getting that off my chest they tell you what's going on yeah uh, so the driver very chirpily may I say, too chirpily for my liking, says, uh, well, I'm very sorry to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, there's a, an intruder on the line. 
in Selhurst. Now, hang on a minute. <laughs> Why can't you go to Thornhill? Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm not. I don't need to go to Selhurst. It doesn't bother me. It's the next stage on. Right. Yeah. Get me to Thornhill. Get me off because I need a whittle. Yeah. Right. So I'm sitting here. I'm getting so. And now I'm saying things out loud that aren't really my voice. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like normally. Uh, I would think, well, you know, there must be some. Uh, let's hope that this person, you know, isn't going to do something silly. Let's hope it's nothing too serious. But because of my desire to urinate, <laughs> I, what was oh. it you were saying about this being a classy outfit? <laughs> I use the word urinate. Yeah. It's a scientific term. It's yeah. a classy term. Um, I thought uh, the, the all sort of rationality went out of my head. And I just started saying, do you know what? If he's going on the lines at this time of night, he should be able to just take a chance. Yeah, run him over if he runs him <laughs> And I'm saying this to the woman next to me. And her eyes gave me that look as if like, I cannot believe that I'm hearing this. Yeah. <laughs> she tried calming you down once by yeah, just agreeing it, with the nutcase. Shut him up. <laughs> so she says to me, she says, oh, yes, but, you know, it might be someone in trouble. I, go, I don't care. Well, I don't to be honest, care. I think I'm inclined to agree with you. <laughs> if I was trying to get home and that was going on, I think that the fact that there's an intruder on the line shouldn't be the train's problem. Yeah. It should be the intruder's problem That's that right. there's a train on the line. I mean, not only have they stopped my train, right, to make sure he's not run over, they've turned the electricity off to make sure he's not electrocuted. I mean, they're making it easy for him, <laughs> aren't they? I mean, at least put some jeopardy into it to put him off. <laughs> I mean, I'd say turn up the voltage and, and tell him that over a loud speed ahead. <laughs> yeah, come on. So anyway, I felt a little bit bad when I got home. Yeah. And I thought, you know, suddenly I, I've, I've become quite the cold-hearted man <laughs> on the train. And I thought, do you know what? Maybe I should read, you know, use this opportunity of the show to, to take back my nastiness. Or do you think that I was making a fair point? Because the, the, the driver made several, we were there for about 20 minutes, by the way, without moving. Right. And the, uh, the driver made about three announcements. And he kept saying, uh, well, hang on, that's approximately one every seven minutes. You sounds like you were well informed. <laughs> yeah, but not for the first ten minutes. <laughs> like after that, he was making announcements all the time. You can stop him. <laughs> to be fair, once once he had the command stop, there's someone on the line. Yeah, he should have let you know that within two minutes well, of stopping I, the train. I should, I should jolly well hope so. <laughs> and also, I would have liked to know more information because he then was a bit sarcastic. He said because somebody has decided to have a late night stroll along the railway line. I thought, now you see that is adding to my. That's adding fuel to my fire, isn't it? Yeah. You know, if he was to say to me, there's a man who's suicidal on the line, I'm thinking, okay, fair enough. I'll sit here calmly until his life has been saved by the, the wonderful people of the Metropolitan Police Service, who I'm sure are trained <laughs> in this sort of situation. But to say there's just someone having a, a very leisurely stroll up the railway line, come on! <laughs> come on! Put your foot down, man! Let's, let's see how much he likes this coming at him at 40 miles an hour. <laughs> Dexys Midnight Runners and Gino on Croydon Radio. It's the Trevor and Ben Show, and it's time for Mr. Ben Homer's Corking Games Compendium. Ben's Corking Games Compendium. Mm-hmm. Can I just say, Ben, that uh, this has had such a good response? I was talking to someone who listened to the show the other day, and uh, they really enjoyed the change. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, they've loved the new games, but they think we're useless at them. Well, to be fair, I mean, you play most of them. Yeah, and I have been poor yeah, you have. so far. Do you remember when we started the compendium? 
all those years ago uh-huh. and I went back to listen back to some of that stuff and I was rubbish then <laughs> and I think I improved in time so all I'm going to say to that person that had a go at me for not being very good at this give me time I'm settling into it it's like yeah. a new pair of shoes I've got to wear them in I'm wearing the new drum in <laughs> simple as that uh, so the drum of destiny is here and I will give it a spin and it will at random pick one of five games in your compendium and those games Ben are When on Earth 3 in 5 Polyphonic Pop 4 Head Detective and Get Yourself Connected now of course we did Polyphonic Pop last week and can I just say that that person who had a go at me about not being very good at all mm. gave me hell about not getting Berlin last week really Take, yeah so how could you not hear that well, I, I think they're all pretty easy, those polyphonic pop ones. But well, I think you're living in a different world, <laughs> to be honest. Right, you ready? Go for it. Oh, here we go. Come on. Something. Oh, no, we haven't done this game yet. Ah, uh, no, this is uh, three and five. Three and five. What is this? How this works is we both take it in turns to give each other a subject, and then you've got a five-second clock to give me three examples of that subject. So I might say to you, countries... And you'd have five seconds oh, to okay. rattle off three countries. And uh, we take it in turns, we do five each, and the winner is the person with the most points. Piece of cake. Might be harder than you think. Oh, victory's mine. Victory <laughs> is assured. Okay. There's no doubt about it. Poppy. All right, so who's going to go first? Uh, I don't mind. I mean, the, the gentleman who think would be to toss for it. All right, um, I've got a coin here. Heads or tails? Uh, heads. Give it a nice big one. All right, you nice ready? Big toss. Oh, hang on, I've dropped it. I'll I'll get another coin. You can't even do that right. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll try and catch it this time. Right, you ready? Here we go. Go on. It's Tails. Okay, so it's your choice. All right, I'm going to give you a subject first, I think. Okay, let's do it. So we can uh, humiliate you early on. Okay. (laughs) How often I get to play? It's nice. Okay, so you have now got five seconds, right? Mm -hmm. And those five seconds will start as soon as I finish what the category is. That's right. Okay, you ready? Name three things you can put on your head. A hat... A helmet and um five seconds. Oh, 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 you only got two. Uh, what uh, else can you put on your head? Well, I, I don't know a, a wig, a wig, toupee, turban, one of those. What do they call it? Those what they call fancier things. What are they called? I don't know. You know so please. that means I didn't get any points. Yeah, no points. After I said hat and helmet, all I could think of is time's ticking, time's ticking. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> okay, all right, um, throw it back. Okay, right. You have five seconds to name me three Scottish football teams. Uh, Rangers, Celtic, and uh, Aberdeen. Uh, well done. Oh, three seconds. <laughs> Come on. That was pretty good. Easy. Easy. All right. <laughs> one nil. Okay. All right, you ready for your next one? Yep. All right, I want you to name three things you can pull. Oh, that a cracker, your, your muscle... And um, your wife. Oh, that's for five seconds. You, you, no, you didn't get it in. Can you pull your wife? <laughs> well, I did write down as an example, woman. Well, but she's, a, she's a woman, my wife. Yeah, yeah. but unfortunately you didn't pull her in time. I, I think I got it on the klaxon, actually. Well, I got the stopwatch in front of me. It says 5.44. Fine. I don't mean to be a stickler for the rules. <laughs> okay, you ready for your second one? Okay. In five seconds, name me three breed of dogs. Um... Holly, Red Setter, uh, Golden Retriever. Oh, you're pretty good at this. Oh, I don't think I think mine are hard enough. I'm running away with this. <laughs> a two nil. <laughs> right, you ready for your next one? Yep. Okay, I want you to name three things you will find in New York. Uh, taxis, buildings, and people. Well, you will. You <laughs> proved me wrong. No, I'm giving it to you. Good. I'm. Gi- I'm just saying it's lazy. <laughs> 
I mean, I'd written down as examples the subway and by state building, Chrysler, literally Brooklyn Bridge, Madison Square Garden. No, people, cars, and animals, or whatever he said. All right, you get a point for Thank that. I'll you. give you that. Right, I've, I'm, I'm clawing my way back in. Right, 2 1. Here's your third one. Right, name me three in five seconds English counties uh, Kent, Sussex, and uh, Suffolk. Oh. Half a second left. Oh. I think he did that. Excellent. 3-1. Okay, you're ready for your number four. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want you to name me three films starring Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> I can give you that. Hey! I've got to. I didn't think it was going to be that easy. <laughs> I'm a bit disappointed by that. Okay, so does that make it 3-2? I think it does, okay. isn't it? But you're on your fourth now. Ready? Okay. Okay. Name me three in five seconds... Superheroes uh, Superman, Spider-Man, Batman Damn One oh. second and a bit you got that Look at that There's no stopping me That was too easy that one. I'm going to have to make these harder <laughs> next time I don't think I can win now can I? Uh, I've got one left and it's 4-2 Yeah yeah yeah. Oh well I'm playing for pride That's okay. alright Alright you ready for your fifth and final one? Go for it I want you to name me three things you would find in the jungle um, Oxygen, vines and animals <laughs> Oxygen? Yes you would find oxygen in the jungle Oxygen? <laughs> I am bending the rules of this game to the limit <laughs> Alright I'm giving it to you Are you cause... suggesting there isn't oxygen in the jungle? No there is oxygen in the jungle I, 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 I'm giving it to you because I've won Right <laughs> Okay Right well it's 4-3 You can stretch it to 5-3 But either way you win Okay excellent okay, So for the final time for 5-3 Name me three in five seconds Car manufacturers uh, Ford uh, Kia And Rolls Royce Well done Look at that Full house Uh, Lenny Kravitz, I'm going to go my way on Croydon Radio. It's the Trevor and Ben Show. And um, I was talking about the, uh, the the chap on the railway track and how that annoyed me. Yeah, just a bit. And, uh, it, you know, it's just because it's one of those stupid people in the world. But I do like a stupid thief. That's always one of my favourite <laughs> things. And uh, there was a thing this week, I don't know if you saw it, it's quite, quite well publicised, a man who stole a Venetian blind and uh, hit it by stuffing it down one trouser leg and up the back of his jacket and into the hood of his jacket. Right. And, um, yeah, there's a CCTV picture of him. I think you can tell that there's <laughs> something in his hood. Um, and they haven't found him yet, though. No? No, I just want them to find him, lock him up. Why would you steal one Venetian blind? Well, it's weird what people steal, isn't it? But what for? I mean, are you going to sell it on? Oh, you'll be one of those people who go into a pub and sell it. There'll be someone who'll buy that. Oh, yeah, mate, I'll have that. How much? 25 quid, lovely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I see it in the pub I go in. All kinds of things are sold in that pub. I mean, a Venetian blind's a bit out there, though. I mean, oh, yeah. in, in your pub, I've been offered meat. Yeah. I've been offered makeup. Yeah. And razor blades. Razor blades, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've brought in electronic goods occasionally. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> Some of the things. So that's that's... I think basically that's what he's going to do. But yeah, it's a bit of a stupid thing to do. Don't nick it. No. Start with. And if you're going to nick it, be a bit more sensible than that. Mind you, you're criticising him for being very blatant. Yeah. He's got away with it so yeah, far. so far. <laughs> you're right. He's at large. But it turns out, us Brits, we're all a bit, a bit criminal. Are we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 74% of people questioned in a poll recently confessed to at least one, call, uh, one so-called microcrime. 
Hmm. And uh, I'm going to run these by you. And I'm not asking you to confess, Ben. I just want to gauge. I, I would I would hook you up to a, a lie detector machine if I had one. <laughs> uh, but I think I can tell by your eyes. Okay. okay Is this so, legally binding, by the way? If I stitch myself um, up, could I be carted out of here by the end of the show? I reckon so. I reckon that uh, the local police in Croydon will be, you know, not that they haven't got other important things to be doing, but they're probably listening for people like you because, you know, they're a bit lazy, aren't they? <laughs> you know, rather than go out and investigate a crime, we'll just wait for someone to, to admit it on the radio. I can't believe you're criticising the police <laughs> that sent the forensic unit <laughs> to investigate the beer can in the back of your car. Yep. Well, I didn't ask ingrate. for that, did it? I, Absolute I ingrate. I didn't ask for it. I actually felt bad the man was sent to prison. <laughs> <laughs> right, you ready? Yes. Okay. Um, do you um, illegally stream TV programmes, films, or music? Yes. 28% of Brits do that, apparently. Uh, paid someone cash in hand, knowing it costs less, knowing that they won't pay tax? Uh, I'm not quite at the level where I've had to deal with too many uh, of those sort of interactions. Yeah. So, no, no. 43% of Brits. I would do it completely. Okay. Yeah, there you Fair go. Enough. Avoided paying for a fare on public transport. Now, this is one I'm very strict on. Um, not. W- uh, not knowingly not, no well i have evaded the fine but it wasn't my fault it was it wasn't i tried fault. to pay a bus driver with a five pound note oh yeah and he yeah, wasn't yeah, having no, it he wasn't having it and he said if he gets changed for it by the time i get off then we'll sort it out but he didn't so i got off well that's i don't think that's evading your fare you 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 were willing to pay your fare yeah it's the people that that will get on a bus and you see them they're not using their Oyster card. I don't think I've ever done it. I think I'd always be too scared about being caught. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I remember once when I was in my teens, I ne- it took me a long time to get my head round the stupid, stupid system in London where I can get a bus in Croydon that's on a Zone 4 ticket, but you get a train to Zone 5. So I, in my teens, I didn't use trains very often. I went everywhere on a bus, and then I got a train to Croydon once, and I was going through, the guy was there checking the tickets before they had the barriers, and he, he said, uh, excuse me, mate, so I've got to fine you. I said, why? He went, oh, this is zone five. And I said, I, I, what? I'm surprised that this didn't come out in your big rant the other night on the train. And oh, this is zone five, oh, not zone four. If I'd had time. <laughs> if I'd had time, that would have come out. Um, so I, I've never um, avoided paying the fare, but I've been caught out by the stupid system okay. that's in place. Right, what uh, else we got? Um, said your food order was to take away rather than eat in because it's cheaper. No, not done that. I don't know how you get away with that. 22% of Brits uh, say they've done this, but surely they're going to see you eating in. I mean, I don't know where that works. I, I did once lie to get free, a free burger. You lied to get a free... What, did you tell them there was like something horrible in it? No, not, nothing horrible in it. Um, I, I was outraged at the price of my burger. <laughs> so I ate three quarters of it and then went back to the counter and put a bit of plastic that I'd torn off the ketchup packet inside. No. And said, look what was in my... And they said, yeah, have a free burger. And I thought, that's about value for money. That's, that's a bit better. Wow, you're a sneaky so-and-so, aren't you? Yeah. Um, taking a plastic bag at a supermarket without paying for it. Regularly. That's a new crime, isn't I, it? I do that regularly. Do you? Yeah. How can you take it without paying for it? Well, the, the mach- I go to the self-service uh, checkout, and the yeah. machine asks you, are you using a free bag today? And I say, uh, no, are you using a, a 5p bag, not yeah. a free bag? And I say, no. Because I think I'm paying 30 quid for all this shopping. <laughs> I'm taking it back. <laughs> Eating loose fruit or pick a mix at a shop without paying for it? I don't do that. No, I've, I've never done that. I think maybe as a kid, I, I probably did that. And, mm-hmm. you know, then you get into trouble. And then, you know, lesson learned. Uh, and finally, uh, this, I bet you've done this. Put a product through a self-service till for less than it should actually cost. I've not done it, but I did have my big ruse, didn't I? 
What was your big ruse? Do you remember I got it? I tried to do this on radio before and got it completely wrong. Oh, it was just the wine. This is the wine thought. Because it's. Right, let's see if you can get it right. Right. Here's the idea: you get you get a really expensive bottle yeah. of wine. Yes. And then you get a really cheap bottle of wine. Yeah. And you take the label off of the really cheap bottle of wine and put that on the really expensive one and yeah. scan that. And then you put that down. The, the thing by weight won't know the difference. No. So you'll have, you'll have scanned the wrong barcode and got a really expensive wine for the discount price of the really cheap wine. Ooh, you sink so low, don't you? Floodhounds A&E on Croydon Radio. What the hell happened there? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Something happened. We went off air. Briefly. Did Ash- Sorry about was that. it Ashburton Library? Something about Ashburton Library cut in there. Gate I- crashing my show. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I don't, well, no, I'm not sorry because it's got nothing to do with me. <laughs> I'm not taking any responsibility for now, that. I don't know what it was. Twice in a row this has happened. It We've- happened last week, didn't yes. it? Yes. What's going on? Well, didn't You're we s- the man with the buttons. Well, didn't we say at the start of the show that because there was a show before us this week, we could lay all blame on uh, Gaz? Yes. So, uh, Gaz, it's your fault we went off air. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, don't, don't mess up our show again. No. <laughs> That's basically. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Not my fault. Mm. Uh, I'll be boycotting Ashburton Library from now on. Will you? Yes. Well, uh, to hell with Ashburton Library. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, sorry about that. If you were joining the Floodhounds, you heard most of it. Just a little bit in the middle where, you know, you heard about Ashburton Library. <laughs> uh, now, I'm sure uh, it's a lovely place, Ashburton Library. Uh, I'm sure it is a lovely place. Yeah. Uh, now, normally... <laughs> you can hear me backpedalling because I'm worried about... I know, very, very quick backpedalling that... <laughs> Uh, well, it's 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 not actually how to the Trump this week, is it? No, it's um, hill to the hill to the chief, hill to the chief. <laughs> She's in trouble, um, isn't she? Oh, do you know last week when I was saying I was so confident, so confident that it was going to be a Hillary Clinton landslide? Now, yeah, no chance for Trump. And then uh, the FBI have opened their big mouths, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm, I tell you what, this election is turning into the the biggest. Uh, chain of intrigue and mm. deceit and lying. I mean, it's it's quite it's becoming like w- watching House of Cards or something, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It's unbelievable. And you really were quite content last week. You I thought re- it's done. Yeah. he's finished. Yep, you can't write him off. I know. And now I was reading an article this morning uh, about the um, the the real chance now because of the FBI thing of. Uh, Trump putting it back. Oh, he's he's bounced back like the vile boomerang. He is. Oh man, it's so scary, so <laughs> scary. Uh, so I'm sorry. Uh, this week we're having to go at Hillary. Just get your act in order, love. Sort it out. Come on, come on. This is serious. We've got 11 days left to win this damn thing. <laughs> come on, don't give him another opportunity. Give him a chink of light that we can yeah. put his horrible fat blonde headed through don't, don't allow it if he wins we're gonna have to like delete the archive of our show i will be we'll be in orange jumpsuits before you can, <laughs> before you can say wednesday well, shall, we, shall we put the knife in one final time yeah go on have you seen that he's had his uh, star on is he called the hollywood walk of fame is uh, it called? The, yes yeah he's had that vandalized someone went Again. at it yeah somebody went at it with um a sledgehammer and a pickaxe oh well excellent excellent this is a busy street are there not police stopping people doing this i'd imagine even the police going yeah go on give it all you've got 
not. <laughs> but I thought I'd show you this. Uh, we might tweet uh, one or two of these. Um, it's not the first time, as you say, again, he's had his style vandalised. Uh, well, they built a wall around it, didn't they? That was my favourite one, yeah. yeah. There was that one where people just wrote, don't vote for Donald Trump, racist. <laughs> there was a nice one here where someone just put a, a mute symbol. Excellent, no, they, I like they that. They stenciled that on. But as you say, my favourite is the miniature wall <laughs> that was built around his star. That is, whoever thought of that, that was a lovely touch. Depeche Mode, enjoy the silence on Croydon Radio. It's the Trevor and Ben Show. And um, you know, I worked in a school for a while. Yeah. And um, they, they still do one of the things that used to annoy me most at my school, is have control over, you know, your hair and what you might look like outside of school. It's got nothing to do with them. <laughs> I've always hated that. I mean, at my school, they had this thing like, you know, you, you, your hair mustn't go below the, where the, the, the shirt collar is. Right. And no sideburns below the earlobe. Okay. Well, I could never grow sideburns. That was an issue. But, you know, I wanted my hair a bit longer. But if you didn't, you were in real trouble. And I used to hate that. It's got, my hair's got nothing to do with you. Leave me alone. And even now, when I worked at the school, you could hear, like, teachers sometimes having words with kids. So you, you must get your hair cut. That used to annoy me so much. Hmm. It's like, leave them alone. Give them some individuality. Yeah. You know, what is wrong with you lot? And that's part of the reason I hate schools. Well, yeah, I agree. It's like stifling your own identity, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, that always uh, annoys me. And there was a, a thing this week about a, a girl who went up to her school and then she was sent home because she'd had sort of uh, long sort of dreadlocks put okay. in. Um, it was for her, her sister's birthday over the half term. I mean, it cost £140. I mean, who's spending 140 quid on a child's hair? who's getting their hair put in dreadlocks in honour of their sister's birthday? Well, yes, I mean... That's, <laughs> that's a strange to thing me, to do. To me, that's an excuse to get it done, <laughs> isn't it? But, um, but I don't think the school should be sending it home. Well, I, I, this annoys me so much that breaking school rules was the issue given. And uh, the father who spent the money, I mean, rather stupidly, spending 140 quid on hair. I mean, mm. more money than cents there. <laughs> but, um, but honestly, he's, he's annoyed and I think he should be. I, I, if, if I sent my kid to school and uh, done, done their hair in a certain way and then some pompous head or pompous <laughs> teacher went, well, I'm sorry, you've got to go home because your hair doesn't fit into our ideal of what an individual should look like mm. and you're not quite, you're not quite fitting into our, our role of making you essentially a robot, an automaton. <laughs> yeah. so you would say that your hair rule is free no exceptions it's your right to look as ridiculous as you want absolutely it's your head and do what you want on it okay uh, that, that, I mean at my school it, it went beyond that you know it was things like um, you know we weren't from a rich family and at my school that had you know delusions of grandeur there were some rich people but this uh, feeling that you would have more than one pair of shoes do you know what I mean like, my shoes I have to deal with work, I have to wear what? <laughs> you're furious <laughs> I can't get the words out <laughs> the shoes I'm wearing now have to see me through the weekend and school holidays Yeah. so you know just because they don't quite fit in you know we weren't allowed dr martins for example i uh i got dr martins my last year at school <laughs> <laughs> that's what i think to that rule do you know what i mean okay i'm gonna wear them good for you weren't allowed to wear any other jacket than blue or black i had a green wax jacket 
<laughs> Put that it's in really your... mature radio. <laughs> Put people, that in your... people also can't see you sticking the middle finger up. As I know, well as you do that. Just I'm for my benefit. En- I'm enjoying it. <laughs> it's 20 years I'm waiting for this. Yeah. 20 years I'm waiting for this. So it's one of those things that really annoys me. And um, I just wonder, when you were at school, did they do you think, did you have stuff like that that really used to annoy you? It's like, leave me alone. Uh, they had, they were quite strict on things like that. They had, they were very strict on um, what ear you were allowed to wear your earrings in and stuff oh, she weird. there was no chance of having any earrings at my school that was that was a no-go i mean not that i would have one you went to quite a posh school didn't you well they thought they were posh yeah i mean yeah they they yeah i hated it no, they were <laughs> wilson's in wallington by the way i hated it it's probably still awful <laughs> they, they were obsessed in my place with um length of tie length of tie yeah oh because were you from that era where it was the the, the big knot and the small tie I was well, yeah. we, we weren't allowed that that was me Wow. And then the, the great phone being able to yank on someone's tie. <laughs> Call it a peanut. I peanut, don't, I don't, that's right. I don't know why. Well, because it turns the knot into like peanut size. Oh, is it? that what it was? I think that's what, yeah, we used to do that. Peanut. I never understood the logic to why it was called peanut, but that, yeah, that was good fun. Tagging. Did you do tagging? Uh, what, graffiti, you mean? No, no. Where you would pull, you know, on the back of the tie, the, the little label, you would rip that off. That, we, that was a thing in our school, tagging. No, no, no. No, no. no. All right. And, and hair, what was the thing of hair in your school? No, I think I, I can remember a couple of lads had quite long hair. So no, that, was, that wasn't an issue in my place. Uh, I had a, a kid in our class who, um, he was a very, uh, shall we say, hirsute her, her uh, teenager. Hmm. And he grew a, a sort of beard. And, uh, and he was told off for that. And he just said, religion, religious, re- religious reasons. Oh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know I've had enough of this. I'm not telling you any more of the story. Come on. (laughs) He just said religious reasons, sir. And they went, all right. God's sake, sick this thing. (laughs) Talking. Jake Berg, what doesn't kill you? Right, ladies and gentlemen, listen up. Welcome to the Trev and Ben. And it's the Bump Quiz. By the way, I think I've calmed down. Yeah, I was going to say, have you put your teeth in? I think I can talk Good. again. See, I get very stressed. I get very wound up, and it affects some of my faculties. Uh, so the pub quiz, Ben. Today's category is big and small. And there are three questions. There's an easy question for one point, a medium question for two points, and a hard question for three points. You are, of course, the quiz master, Ben, which means you have to have a nickname. What's your nickname this week? Uh, Ash Benton Library. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, then, uh, question number one for one point. Which actor played lukewarm in the TV comedy Porridge? Oh, I know this. Now, what's that got to do with big and small? Well, if you don't know the answer, you're not going to know. So, well, I'm going to put down something, but it's got nothing to do with big and small. Okay. Question number two for two points. Giles Perry Richardson Jr. was the real name of which singer, songwriter, and DJ who died in a plane crash alongside Buddy Holly and Richie Valens? Oh, yes, I think I know that one as well. Well, I was going to say Buddy Holly because I know he died in a plane crash, and that's about all I know. Ah. Um, (laughs) And what was big or small about... uh, uh, What was his name? Buddy Holly. (laughs) Big Buddy Holly, you mean? Big Buddy. Oh, yeah, Big Buddy. Okay, I've got to put something down, yep. so I'll put down something wrong. Question number three for three points. By what name was the rapper Christopher Wallace better known? Okay, I think I know that. Okay. I've certainly taken a very uh, educated guess. So have I. Question <laughs> number one for one point was, uh, which actor played lukewarm in the TV comedy Porridge? What have you said? Christopher Biggins. Biggins. Yeah. 
Biggins. <laughs> I have said uh, David Jason because I know he popped up in it once. Oh yeah, Big Dave, <laughs> big, big David Jason. But um, the answer was uh, Christopher Biggins. Uh, Shirley Crabtree. Can't <laughs> be right. No, that's Big Daddy. <laughs> question number four. Christopher Biggins is correct. Of course it is. Well done. <laughs> question number two for Shambles. two points. Giles Perry Richardson Jr. was the real name of which singer, songwriter, and DJ who died in a plane crash alongside Buddy Holly and Richie Valens. <laughs> I put the big bopper. I said Biggie Smalls. <laughs> I think it's the big bopper. The answer is the big bopper. Yeah, come on. Well done. Uh, question number three. By what name was the rapper Christopher Wallace better known? I have again said Biggie Smalls. Yeah, I put Biggie Smalls for that one. And it is the right answer. Come on. That means I've annihilated you. Uh, uh, by the way, Notorious B.I.G. would also have been acceptable. Oh, good. Well, we didn't put that. Jace Patrick, best I can be on Croydon Radio. Think the link. So, Think the Link, Ben, there were three songs to identify. Somewhere there was a link between them. Quite a tricky one today. Here they were. No! What's that train keep the How'd you get on? Uh, I have a cobbled together an answer. Go on then. Right. The last song mm-hmm. is irrelevant. Okay. Because uh, I don't know who it's by or what it's called. Is it called I'm Miss You? Is, is it by that Scottish band? We don't have time for this. No. Question, <laughs> question number one. Um, I, I'm, I think I'm malfunctioning. Yes, come on. Uh, Ring, Ring of Fire was in there, yes? Uh, no. Oh, it was. The middle one was Ring of Fire. No, it wasn't Ring of Fire. Well, no, I had Ring no. of Fire and Spandau Ballet Gold, so with Ring and Gold, I was going to come up with jewellery. But oh. if it's not even Ring of Fire, then I'd just quit. No, no. Not, absolute nonsense. Um, <laughs> the link was Prisons. Prisons? Yeah, Spandau Ballet, Gold, Spandau Prison, of course. Oh! Johnny Cash, the Folsom Prison Blues. Folsom Prison was where he used to go and do live stuff. And Bastille, good grief. Bastille, of course, famous prison. Prisons was the link. Good link. Excellent. You did terribly. Not jewellery, then. Uh, not jewellery, no. <laughs> And that's about it from us. Stand by. The Happy Sundays are on the way next. We're back with our midweek podcast around Thursday. And then we're back live uh, next Sunday. Till then, take it easy. Ta-da. Bye. The Trev and Ben Show.